Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sheila Shoiga and welcome to Ready To Be Real Conversations, the podcast series where I chat to people of all walks of life. Some names you'll recognise, others you might not, but my hope is that these conversations will at times inspire challenge, educate, comfort, or simply entertain you. Being healthy and well is at the forefront of our minds, especially during this COVID era. So I'm delighted to say that for this season, I've teamed up with an Irish company that I really believe in. Taking Revive Active is one of the ways you can support your immune system this winter. The award-winning super supplement contains 26 active ingredients, including vitamin C, D and zinc, all in one handy daily sachet. And to celebrate our partnership, they're offering a 10% discount on all Revive Active products. Simply go to their website, you'll find the link in the show notes, and use the code SHEILA10. This week's episode is all about harnessing the power of cold with certified Level 3 Wim Hof Method Instructor, Neil O'Morohu. I think there's a deep lesson here for all of us in the cold. Mm. And it's, this is a thing that I learned um, very early on getting into the cold is that when you get into the cold, you can't fight the cold. Mm-hmm. The cold always wins. So we have to surrender. Yeah. And if you fight the cold, you're gonna get cold in it. If you surrender and, and try to find a, a chaos, in the chaos, find some control and peace, yeah. the body relaxes. And when the body relaxes, it can adapt. Neil played basketball for Ireland for many years before turning his attention to martial arts, meditation and herbalism and eventually to the Wim Hof Method. He's married to Josie, they have four children and they live in Dublin. 
And in this conversation, he talks about things like climbing mountains with the Iceman in sub-zero temperatures wearing only a pair of shorts, the benefits of taking cold showers and swimming in the sea and how we can all do it. This really is a chat for anyone, from complete beginners to those who are experienced in the methods, as Neil shows us how we can use nature or breathing in the cold to improve our lives and our health. Having trained in yoga meditation myself, this conversation was right up my street. I've known about the benefits of taking cold showers for many years, but it wasn't until March of this year that I started to embrace it fully. Now it's a regular part of my routine and I'm so glad that it is. I started our chat by asking Neil how he discovered the man himself. A few years ago, myself and Josie had four children very quickly. So we had four children under four. And uh, I was in the kitchen one night in Buddhist town Having got all the children to bed, you know, I was I was exhausted. I was run down, uh, very stressed. And Josie was the same, trying to adjust to this new world of being parents to lots of little beautiful children. And, you know, when you when you're stressed and anxious and, and exhausted like that and you throw in something like grief, we, Josie's brother died as well. And we were really mm. struggling with this heartache and this stress and, the, and exhaustion. And even though I was looking after myself at the time, the cracks were definitely starting to show. Mm. Same for Josie. And in the kitchen, I remember I was standing at the sink and I had the twins or or the youngest ones. And I had something like 16 bottles to make for the next day, you know. And I was like, oh, how am I going to get through this? And it was late. You know, the usual things. And I had to get ready for work the next day. So I said, I listened to a podcast to kind of help me through this, you know, as I was making the bottles. So I turned on the podcast and I saw a picture of, of the next guest on the Joe Rogan podcast and he had a long grey beard and he had long grey hair and he looked like Gandalf, <laughs> like a Viking and yeah. it had the mad name of Wim Hof. Never heard of him. Stuck him on to, to play and I was cleaning the bottles and of course Wim is this incredibly charismatic character and he was talking about at that stage how, how he had 25 world records for doing incredible things like running up Mount Everest just in shorts with no gear, no oxygen. You know, and those things are really in- impressive, but they were so far removed from me in the kitchen making mm. bottles that I was only kind of half paying attention. Mm. But then Wim said that the reason he could do this was he felt so strong and so healthy and so focused because he had developed this little, very simple breathing technique and combining it with cold and that this could be learned by anybody to improve their health and their strength and their immunity. And that started getting my attention Mm. because when I was exhausted, I would get a cold and I used to have asthma. So it usually turned into a chest infection and that would turn into antibiotics and that would turn into like two weeks out of work and, you know, more pressure on Josie because I'd be out of the the equation. So I thought to myself, if I can just break this cycle with something as simple as breathing a little bit of cold, you know, my life would be different. So that evening, we checked out the Wim Hof Method website, Josie and myself, and we were astounded by the scientifically proven benefits, you know, so boosts your immune system, help, lowers stress and anxiety, balances hormones, gives you more energy, improves sleep quality, helps you deal with pressure. And it went on, helps you deal with grief and, you know, pressure mm. like that. So we immediately were kind of it was like a shopping list of all the things that we wanted. So we started immediately with the old 10 week course, just doing some very simple breathing exercises late at night when the children were all gone down to bed and we had the lunches made. And then we have to get into the cold shower after that, you know, and the cold shower is grim. It's not pleasant, but we started feeling so 
different afterwards. Yeah. Three days after we had started, already we were starting to change. So where, you know, anybody that's trying to get children out in the morning knows that the mornings can be a little bit unpleasant and stressful. And about three days afterwards in the morning, myself and Josie were laughing and playing and dancing with the children. Josie was singing like yourself. She can sing, you know, and I remember stopping and thinking, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And what we know from the science is that the breathing alone is like a workout for the whole respiratory system. So if we're stressed, we're, we're breathing usually way out of balance, shallow mm. breathing. And all of a sudden we were doing these exercises that were stretching our breath. You know, oxygen levels are going up. They were going down. CO2 levels are going up and going down. And what was happening was then for the rest of the day after the breathing exercises, oxygen was getting down to the blood, into the tissues, into the actual cells, into the mitochondria in the cells, which are the engines that create our energy. And we were feeling that mm. we were feeling that extra energy. And of course, at that point, having felt the benefits, that was it. We had yeah. to go learn as much as we could about it. Isn't it incredible? I'm listening to you here, just uh, trying to think of that moment when you heard the podcast. Did you know it was going to have such a transformative impact on your life? Because what are we now, like three, four years on, maybe four or five? Yeah. OK. And like, look where it's brought you. You went on, you know, and people use the term a lot, like in air quotes journey. But you have gone on yeah. quite your own journey with this. There is no way that I knew where this was going. Yeah. You know, we were in a difficult kind of dark period mm. and we were just looking for something to get us out of that. But the benefits were so immediate and the benefits were so deep. Yeah. That rapidly we got out of that dark period and we had more energy. We had more focus. We started swimming in the sea. You know, we came alive. You know, it actually kind of it brought us back to life. Mm. And, you know, as we kind of progressed after about three months of, of starting the Wim Hof method, and it wasn't that much, you know, it was a little bit of breathing every day and a little bit of cold. We, we felt so trans, I felt so transformed that I used to wake up tired. Now I used, then I woke up refreshed. You know, mm. I used to wake up, my mind was muddled full of things, but I'd wake up, my mind was clear. And of course, you know, the, you know, the proven benefits of, you know, better health and, you know, better mood and, and you know better strength when you combine all them together it actually gave me this focus in my mind that allowed me to make some big changes you know leave my old job you know you know start on the path of kind of becoming an instructor and little did i know that you know as you said these years later that um this would be my life and has been my kind of full-time job now for a few years and and not only that but it allows me it's a privilege to teach this and to see over and over again how people come to an event, they learn these very simple ways of breathing and using the cold. And at the end of a few hours, they feel transformed. And that's for me is the biggest part of, of this is that privilege of seeing that. And it's how sudden it is. Yeah. It doesn't need to take days or weeks. It's hours. It's hours. Which is quite something because oftentimes if you find you, you know, you may 
if people can or they have maybe gone off on a yoga retreat or some sort of time out from their regular life, as it were. It sometimes takes a number of days before you kind of drop down into yourself and really connect. But you can get there really quickly and effectively through the cold, which is something that I, you know, as, as you know, I, I'm getting into it this year yeah. in particular in a big way. And it's something I've, I've observed. I've also said this to you that I haven't noticed that I've had a sniffle all year or anything. Now, I know that can be a, a myriad of different things, but I certainly think that introducing the cold showers has, has been a huge benefit. I feel it. it. It is a huge benefit. And, you know, you're feeling it, but then there's a ton of science behind why it is like that. And, you know, something that people might be interested in hearing is that Wim Hof for years, for decades, was seen as this kind of lunatic out on the fringes doing what he would describe as circus acts, you know, um, spending two hours encased in, in ice, you know, swimming under this, uh, the, the polar ice cap and all these things. Yeah. But Wim was trying to get the scientific community's attention because he felt that he could willingly improve his immune system, which up until very recently was thought to be impossible. So eventually, eventually after doing all these amazing things, even running a marathon in the Namib desert with no water, you know, mm -hmm. and and I think no training, you know, so eventually the science, the scientific community said, OK, we're going to test this man's claims because he can do superhuman stuff. So Radbach University is in Holland and, and they brought Wim in and they injected Wim with a form of E. coli mm. and Wim used the, the breathing techniques that we teach to people. And within 15 minutes of, of being injected like that, you should be very sick. Yeah. Wim had no symptoms. He was able to use the breathing to fight it off. Now, of course, if we're following scientific kind of logic, we would say that, of course, that that proves that Wim is the exception to the rule. Of course, Wim is is the superhuman. He can run up Mount Everest. Why wouldn't he be able to do something like that? But can normal people do it? So the next big phase of that research project was they took normal people. Mm. They gave them to Wim. He took them to the training like we do in, in our workshops in a couple of hours. They brought those quote unquote normal people into the into Radbach University and they injected them in a form of E. coli and they were able to fight it off. That turned our understanding of what the body is capable of upside down. Yeah. You know, so you're talking about you're doing the cold showers and you haven't f felt that you've been sick. That's been proven to be true. Yeah. You know, so you're you're actually just proving what the science has shown us already. Yeah. But it's not only this isn't a new thing. Mm, no. You know, like if you look around Ireland, you know, when I first started doing the Wim Hof Method and I was going swimming in the sea, there wasn't as many people my age swimming in the sea, but there was loads of old people swimming in the sea. Yes. And you look around Ireland and there's old people and they can barely walk, but they get into the sea still and they're, and they're you know, they're free in, in the water and they're, and they're alive, you know. So we know that the cold and especially the sea has this healing mm. power. And now we know the science behind it as well. Yeah. And as you said, it's it's almost become the new banana bread, for want of a better <laughs> description. We're all about the banana bread on the first <laughs> lockdown. Now it's all it's all about the swimming in the sea. And it's become kind of fashionable. But it's isn't it great that something that has always been available to us, but now we're kind of waking up to yeah. the power of it. We're harnessing it yes. and we're getting into it in a big way. And I think it's going to stay with people. I don't think people are, are going to just use it for now. Hopefully not anyway, um, that when normality, whatever normality is, when it resumes, when we get out the other side of COVID, that people will realise, well, actually, this made me feel great. 
So why would I why would I stop doing it? I mean, I personally really miss the sea because I was reared right beside it, like looking out our kitchen window. We're there. We're right on the beach at home. And I don't have that at the moment where I live. So I miss it. I really miss it, you know. Um, but I realized that for years I didn't I forgot the stuff that we did as kids being in the water. Yeah. And it's now that I'm 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 reawakening to it myself. Yeah. You know, so actually I'm I'm by no means an expert in terms of swimming in the sea, even though you would think that somebody like me who was reared by it would be. But it's like sometimes you're spoilt. You don't realise how good you have it. And you're kind of like, OK, well, it's there in your doorstep. And it's not as it, until it's kind of taken away from you, you realise I really want it. I really need it. And I think the, the cold is a force, can be a force for good in our lives. And it can come in lots of different forms. So as you said, we can go for a dip in the sea. Mm. But if you don't have that, you can turn your beautiful hot shower to cold at the end and still experience that. You know, and even, you know, today's a beautiful sunny day, but even taking your coat off and going outside for a couple of minutes and feeling that cold, it ignites the body. It, it balances the hormones in the body. That's why we feel so good afterwards. It gets the the circulation flowing through the body. And that's why, you know, the immunity starts to improve as well. But I think you're saying the first lockdown was banana bread (laughs) and the second lockdown is more sea swimming. I think there's a deep lesson here for all of us in the cold. Mm -hmm. And this is a thing that I learned um, very early on getting into the cold is that when you get into the cold, you can't fight the cold. Mm -hmm. The cold always wins. So we have to surrender. Yeah. And if you fight the cold, you're going to get cold in it. If you surrender and, and try to find a, a chaos in the chaos, find some control and peace. Yeah. The body relaxes and when the body relaxes, it can adapt. Mm-hmm. So we learn that in the cold. But then that then seeps into the rest of our lives. We can't fight uncertainty and fear like we're surrounded by at the moment, but we can surrender and let go and use our breath to find that same sense of peace mm. and control amongst the chaos of this uncertainty that we're facing. And I think that's one of the many reasons why something like sea swimming is going to continue to be very important for people. Now, I know people aren't thinking like that when they jump into the sea, mm. but we're learning that because yeah. you jump in and you're like, <gasps> and fight if you or don't flight. find a way to come out of that fight or flight, you're going to jump yeah. straight back out again. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So that ability to use our breath to find peace and calm and control in Mm. the chaos is a huge lesson as we face all this uncertainty at the moment. So now being a Wim Hof instructor and you have been for many years, it wasn't it wasn't like a quick online course. And there you go, you get your certificate. It was a big process. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, it was something that I enjoyed every single moment of. And that's why I knew it was kind of the thing for me. the it's about a year long process to become an instructor. Uh, it's probably changed a little bit now from when I did it. But the, the first part is you do the online course and you have some homework to do. And then you go spend a couple of days in uh, in Holland's in the Wim Hof Center in Wim Hof's back garden. And that's an amazing experience because you get to, you know, it's your first step into really understanding the method. And for me, when I went over, I hadn't I hadn't done an ice bath before, mm. you know, so that was a huge experience. And not only that, my first ice bath, I came around the corner and got in and Wim Hof got in beside me, you know, so <laughs> it was like the confusion of the ice bath. Plus, like, there's <laughs> Wim Hof beside me. You know, what do I do? Um, but that was and then you kind of have to pass that, you know, there's kind of exams as part of that kind of weekend. 
and then you're given work to do workshops to kind of practice on and, and all these type of things. And so then it's full on. Yeah. And then you go to Poland for a week in the depths of winter and, mm. and they're up in the, the on the Czech Polish border uh, in the middle of nowhere in this huge mountain range. And so we're not like cozy cabins. The opposite of cozy cabins. Very basic um, in in these mountains with these beautiful waterfalls that come from the tops of the mountains, come through the forest, but they're all frozen solid. Wow. Um, So during that week, you do you do lots of breathing exercises, you do lots of cold. And you do things that you need to learn how to do so you can understand the. And res- you know, do you understand the power of the cold and you have to respect the cold. Mm. So we do these kind of big hikes up huge mountains in just wearing shorts in the snow. So it might be like two hours to the top, two hours back. And you're trying to keep your focus. So no T-shirts, no, no t-shirts, layers, nothing. nothing. Just a pair of shorts. And let me tell you, for, from coming from Ireland, and we're not used to that weather, when you're standing at the bottom of the mountain and you can actually see the peak and it's, you know, there's a cloud of, of snow around the peak and you start peeling off the layers. Those first few minutes... Like when you jump in the sea are like, oh, my God, what am I, you know, what, yeah, am, I what doing? am I doing? Full fight or flight. I can't do this. I can't, you know, but again, it's the training. We start focusing on the exhale. We start allowing the body to adapt and relax. And then when the body can stay relaxed, it can start generating heat and off you go up the top of the mountain. By the time you got to the mountain, you're sweating. And, you know, so mm. there's that type of training as well. But in amongst that week with that kind of um, really kind of life changing stuff, you have exams and presentations yeah, and okay. everything, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and what I really love about um, the way they've structured the Wim Hof method training is that every year you have to do an exam again. OK. To get your license refresh your again. course. Yeah. So for yeah. me, I have to every year, no matter what level I'm at, I have to pass an exam again to get my license again. So, okay. they, so they keep the level of quality of the really structures high. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And that's the science important. is always changing. So the exam is often about the new science behind it and what mm. we've learned in the past year. So are there many instructors worldwide? And they're probably growing by the they're day. Growing, I would imagine. Um, at the moment, I think there's about 400 in okay, the world. It's, it's pretty small, though, when very you look at small. the population of the world. Yeah, yeah, very small. For something that has reached. I mean, most people, have, if they don't know the method, they've certainly heard of the man. Yes. So, yeah, that's quite impressive. Do you know, listening to you there, I'm just I'm visualizing you on the mountain in the shorts. And I, can't, I can barely get my head around it, but it does remind me of something I did 10 years ago. And I'm just thinking of how I suffered in the cold. I did Kilimanjaro. And I mean, we're talking, I had the best gear. We all did, like layers and layers and layers and layers. And I was looking at, you know, uh, the porters that were with us, stripped yeah. down to the shorts, not bothering them, going in awe, going, how, how is this happening? And I was, I, I was in physical pain, physical and mental, emotional pain towards the end, that last climb to the top I mean it was it was it was brilliant it was brilliant but the cold I felt nothing like it and I was just craving the hot water bottle yes. I was like where's where's the heat but had I only I mean look it is what it is and now I know what I know so I'm gonna go from here but you would think that had you had you, you maybe experienced some cold in advance of doing a challenge like that it would have made it so much easier and can you guess who holds the world record for getting up Kilimanjaro in record time in shorts go on himself <laughs> yeah so Wim took a group up there I think it was just over 24 hours Jesus you know what? so so usually takes the whole the, 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 so how did he get over the altitudes just so altitude is sickness <laughs> is you know is is kind of based on varying levels of CO2 and oxygen in the blood yeah, so yeah, yeah. they adapted the Wim Hof breathing so 
um, they kept uh, little meters on their fingers to check the level of oxygen in the blood. And if it got below a certain point, I think it might have been like 90 percent or something, they'd stop, do the breathing and continue on. Wow. Um, so, you know, the, the the Kilimanjaro trips are also a big part of the kind of Wim Hof experience. They're, they're obviously not doing them at the moment, but that was one of the big things that got people's attention. Oh, really? Oh, well. very good. Yeah, yeah. From the accounts I can read, the porters are up and down all the time. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> they're carrying most of the stuff. So they're, they're doing the real all, heroes. <laughs> they're totally the real heroes. None of us could do it without them. Yeah. They're unreal. So you're in Poland. Mm. You've done that. You, you, you've done it. You've, uh, you've graduated to being a Wim Hof instructor and you bring that knowledge back home. Yeah. What is the reception that you get initially? It's it's kind of funny, you know, for years I've been I've been kind of exploring different like meditation, herbalism, different ways of the body healing itself, you know, and yeah. and trying to teach them and you know and and not getting very far, you know, and and things like that. By the time I got home from Poland because we've been posting pictures online and stuff like that. Um I came home in December got my license maybe a week later and we had we organized our first workshop for january and within a couple of days it had sold out already mm. you know so it was kind of like when you when i found the thing that was right for me at the right time it, it just all flowed you yeah know? plus the wim hof method was starting to be known a bit more plus people were looking for answers to questions that maybe they hadn't found that you know what was right answer for them and from that point, it has really just flown. Yeah. You know, now there's things that we make mistakes along the way and we learn. But I think it's just a time in in human evolution where we have access to information like we haven't had before. Mm. We have we can make choices about how we want to live. We can we can find answers to questions that we're struggling with. And, you know, because of the Internet and things like that, you can find people or you can find information that kind of suits you. And that's a big part of it as well. Yeah. So people could find me and, uh, you know, we haven't really looked back. Brilliant. Now, before we get into, I think you do daily ice baths. Yeah, I was just in the ice bath this morning. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so let's start small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening who have maybe uh, never been brave enough to turn on the cold tap in the shower, which I get yeah. because I'm relatively new to it. I, I always knew that it was a good thing to do, yeah. you know, good for the body. But I would tend to dabble in it years ago and do it during the summer yeah. or when the temperatures were a little bit more mild rather than the winter months. I would kind of struggle to do it through the winter. But I've really applied it this year, probably really since lockdown. And and I feel the benefits. So for those starting out, utter beginners, what should they do? Well, I think it's very important that we understand why we do it first. Mm. Um, if we look back at our ancestors, you know, a couple of hundred years ago, a couple of thousand years ago, even going further back, our ancestors had to survive extremely harsh conditions for you and I to be sitting here chatting at the moment. Mm. Now, those harsh conditions included harsh environments, you know, violence, famine, all these types of things, but they survived you know, and then we ha we've inherited their bodies, that their their minds. So the bodies we're sitting in are very similar to our ancestors' bodies. These bodies we have, and these minds we have, are built to deal with harsh conditions. They are built to deal with bouts of extreme stress. Mm. If we don't give them that stimulus, they stop working properly. So if we live in a house that's probably a little bit too warm, 
and we spend too much time in there and we get into a car that's probably a little bit too warm. We drive to somewhere that used to be our office and we work somewhere that's a little bit too warm and we kind of go through this cycle of, you know, this this temperate temperature of about 21 to 19 degrees that we kind of find ourselves living in all the time. These incredible bodies that we have and these incredible minds that we have stop working like they should. Mm. We need a little bit of this harsh stimulation. Not much. A bit of pressure. Yes. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. In science, it's called hormesis, where, you know, a little bit of stress produces good results, but too much stress, then it, it, the results disappear. Mm. So we're not talking about extreme cold all the time. We're not talking about going back and living in caves, caves like our ancestors. But what we are talking about is enjoying all the beautiful things that we've evolved to have, like a hot shower. But at the end of it, turning into cold, feeling that sense of chaos and fear when that 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 water hits our chest and our head. But then using our breath and we'll go through that in a minute, using mm. our exhale to allow the body taking control of how we feel in fight or flight, that, yeah. <gasps> that kind of breathing and using our breath slowly and gently to bring ourselves down into a state. The opposite of fight or flight is called rest and digest. Mm. So fight or flight is the sympathetic nervous system, the accelerator. And we're given this burst of energy to deal with stress. And we're good at that in the short term. And we're going to use our breath then to come down into the parasympathetic part, the rest and digest, where the body feels safe. And when the body feels safe, the heart rate goes down. And when we're in that cold and we feel safe, we can adapt to it. Mm. So we're actually using the cold as a stimulus, like our ancestors had these kind of bouts of extreme conditions in a very controlled way. Yeah. And then when we get out of it, we feel amazing. So it's like we turn on the stress and we turn it back off again. Yeah. The unfortunately, from how we live now, lots of us live in kind of low to medium states of stress and anxiety and pressure all the time. And we don't really have the skill to turn it back off when we, when we want to turn it back off. We Stress is something that we we are built for. We can, you know, we can deal with it, but we have to be able to turn it off. Mm. If, so, okay. th so the cold is allowing us to do that. So let me just demonstrate what it will feel yeah, like please. to be in, in the nice hot chair. So mm. you imagine you're in your nice hot chair, you're enjoying it and you think, oh, I heard that fella on Sheila's podcast. I'm going to have to do a cold shower. Now. You turn it to cold and immediately your heart rate goes flying up. <gasps> you start breathing like this. <sighs> what you have to do then is you have to focus on your exhale. Mm. So your exhale will disappear. You'll be like this. <gasps> and slowly you're elongating your exhale. Mm. So when you can get five or six long, smooth exhales going, you'll feel your heart rate drop. Yeah. You'll feel your nervous system switch from fight or flight into rest and digest. And in that point, then the body feels safe again. And you'll 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 start to then generate heat slowly as you get used to it as well. Mm. well and, 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 but like I'm, I'm just kind of I'm umming with you because like I get it, thankfully, because I'm I'm kind of doing it myself now. I totally get what you're saying. Initially, uh, yeah, 
there was that your body kind of freezes as well. But, but now I'm able to kind of move along freely in the shower. I'm able to extend the time. Yeah. I'm also able to kind of ratchet up to colder. So I was initially kind of, and this is a question maybe, what's your advice? Should you shock the body by going from the hot, hot to the cold? Or is it better to maybe turn the dial slowly? Because in the beginning, I was kind of only kind of doing half cold. And yeah. then I slightly built it up and now it's right up. But... Uh, it's because I've kind of trained my body to do it. Yeah. So the best way is to turn to cold, go to full cold. Oh, really? Full blown? Now, I wasn't doing that at the beginning. But maybe start at your feet and work your way up. Okay. You know, so if you have the the head of the shower at full cold, you can start on your ah. feet and you can kind of work your way up through, you know, through yeah. the body and, Very good. and move it like that. So it's gradually working like that. And eventually that'll become easy for you. The... the and then it's kind of you can just start with it just hitting the chest or hitting the, the, the back or whatever feels feels good. So you want that dramatic from the hot to the cold, not the not the gradual. You can have both, you know, like but it's the, more effective. Yeah, you kind of we want that sensation of shock <gasps> and then we're bringing ourselves back down out of it. Yeah. But the beautiful part of it is, is we want the hot and the cold, mm. you know, so we, when we're in our hot shower, our blood vessels are, are widening and they're opening and blood is flowing around, all around the body freely. Um, and there's about 120,000 kilometers worth of blood vessels in our body. But if we don't exercise them, then problems arise like inflammation and then disease and, and problems like that. So when we're in the hot shower, the blood is flowing around the body. The blood vessels are widening. When we turn to cold, they constrict. Mm. And so we want the hot and the cold and the transition from hot to cold and back again. Yeah. You know, so our relationship in, in Northern Europe, they know this. I was just thinking exact. I was just like saunas yep. jumping into the snow afterwards. It was just going through my mind because I was thinking in Ireland, like we've pretty mild temperature and we have this kind of obsession with heat and electric <laughs> blankets and hot water bottles and getting up beside the fire. I remember being once being so close to fire that like my leg came out in blisters. I mean, mental. And then you look at like Scandinavian countries and they're just like lepping out into the, yeah. into the snow out of the sauna. Yeah. I, and I think it is to do our with our environment. Um, yeah. We do have, we, we don't get too hot. We don't get too cold. Yeah. But the, the cold here is different. I've been in Poland with air temperature minus 20 degrees. And of course it's, yeah, cold. insane. Now, that sounds so painful. But the cold, <laughs> so cold, but the cold here on like really cold days when the wind is yeah. fierce and its humidity is at a hundred percent, it gets into you. It's a different type of thing. When, when I was going up the mountain in Poland, and I've been up there a few times now, the mm. first time I was going up and I was looking at the snow and I was in my shorts, and I thought to myself, if you lived in extreme conditions like this, which they do, yeah, you couldn't hide away from it. Again, it's the idea of you couldn't fight the cold. You have to surrender to it. Mm. You know, so then I understood why they jump from the sauna into the into the cold ice and, and snow and back into the sauna mm. because you have to embrace it. Really, you can't kind of hide away from it and and, and not deal with it, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah, it is yeah, extreme. Yeah. I think because we don't have that that sense of lots of snow and ice, we don't, we don't have, have that necessity. Yes. Yeah. But in reality, I think we do because of how damp it is okay. here and how the cold is different here because we do, you know, if any, it's not that we, we're such a small island that even in the Midlands, it's very hu humid in the wintertime. So there's lots of moisture in, in the air in the wintertime. Mm. So it's, the damp, it gets into you, you know, so 
Um, I think, All the more reason to apply this kind of method then. But that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. So, and again, go back to your hot. So turn your shower to hot and cold and go back to hot. You know, you don't have to be cruel to yourself. You know, it's not about whipping yourself with the cold. Okay. It's about enjoying the hot and the cold. Right. So what I tend to do is just have the nice hot shower then do the cold, then get out. But is it good to mix it up, then go back to the hot, go yeah, back to the cold? Yeah, back and forth. Now, it's kind All of, right. it, at the very beginning level, so if somebody has never done anything like this before, take your nice hot shower, turn it to cold, try and get your breathing under control, focusing on that exhale for, you know, do the it? cold for about 15 or 20 seconds. Yeah. If that becomes, you could do that already, then extend that cold at the end to maybe a minute. If at, if at that stage you think, oh, I can do about a minute, Start your shower with cold, then go hot and then go cold. That it, sounds hardcore it's now. A, it's a bigger psychological jump yeah. because you're looking at the cold thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have yeah, to get getting in into a cold shower now. That would be. But the other part, the other thing that we haven't mentioned here, which is so important, mm. is that we've talked about the the biological effects on the body, but the mental resilience that the cold builds in us. Mm. is very valuable you know so the 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 victory you have every day by turning on that cold shower and getting your breath and coming out and feeling like you've done something amazing you face your fear which you have those little victories every day build and build and build and we start to get, gain mental resilience yeah it's really empowering it is empowering and so the next level up is that looking at that cold shower first. That's a different yeah. level of mental okay, resilience. Okay, I'm going to work myself up to that one. <laughs> yeah. But again, I used to, you know, our relationship with the cold. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Changes as, as we kind of get used to it. And I was I'm in the cold all the time and I'm in the hot all the time, but I'm in the cold as well. And it was about a year ago. I, I was in the cold shower and thought, oh, this is this is so grim, you know. And then I thought to myself, but hold on a second. By taking the cold shower, uh, it makes me healthier, it makes me stronger, it builds my resilience, it makes yeah. me happier, it elevates me. Why do I hate the cold? 
Why don't I love the cold? Because it's doing all these great things for me. And then I kind of that changed my understanding of what the cold was. It wasn't this thing that I that I hated. You know, I had to do it. It was this thing that actually is a force for good in my life. And that all those, that, you know, that little subtle change makes the feeling of the cold shower different then. Love that. Are there ever any days when you just go, nah, not doing it? I mean, I know you said, you know, there, there are days when you go, don't want to do it. Yeah. But I know then I shift my perspective and I know it's good for me. But are there days that when you genuinely go, not today? Not anymore. OK, but there were? Um, I'm trying to think back. <laughs> so far ago. Like when I, the thing when I came back from Holland the first time, having done a couple of ice baths with Wim Hof, um, I thought to myself, look, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be guiding people through this experience, I have to have been through it so many times myself. So I did a hundred ice baths over a hundred days when I got back from, from, from Holland. And that kind of set the pace then that, you know, after a hundred days of doing anything, you're kind of changed. Um, so there's no, I can't think of a day where I wouldn't, we live near enough to see. So I'm in the sea or the ice bath or a cold shower because there's plenty of days where I don't want to. Mm. And, and, you know, anybody who's listened to this, there'll be plenty of times you're standing in your bathroom looking at the cold shower or about to turn to cold and you will not want to do it. Mm. But now I, I have done it so many times. I know that afterwards I'll feel amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never regret it. You never regret it. You know, so but there is often a struggle to do it, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I think as humans, we adapt to things so quickly that if you're used to a little bit of cold at the end of your hot shower, you're going to adapt to that really quickly. So you kind of have to change it then a little bit. You know, so you might be sea swimming and think, ah, I see swim. I don't need to get in the cold shower at the end of my hot shower. Change it to some hot cold showers, you know, change your cold showers to maybe a dip in the sea. You know, or you try an ice bath, you know, put some ice in your in your bath at home, fill it with cold water. You know, so we ha we are so good at adapting that our, our use of the cold has to adapt to keep it fresh, you know, keep keep yeah. the experience new. I'm thinking of my little um, ice tray in the freezer that holds about eight cubes of ice. <laughs> thinking, how would I do an ice bath? I'd be wild. <laughs> so and I'm thinking of you doing daily ice baths. I want to get back to swimming in the sea. So yeah. we've spoken about the showers, but I've kind of jumped forward to the ice baths. Where, where do you where do you source your ice on a daily basis? Or do you have a, a massive big chest freezer at the back? All of the above. OK. <laughs> OK. So um, obviously before lockdown, we had events all over Ireland. Yeah. So we have... I think it's six ice baths um, and at the moment they're all sitting out the back in our house but we'd usually have one ice bath out the back ready to go all the time so oh, ice in it all the time yeah and if you have ah. enough ice in it we have insulation blankets and everything and it's wrapped up it stays cold but are, is it not solid do you, do you have to go out and like break it no, up with a hammer and most of the time um, it won't it'll be still in big blocks with ah. water in it but like as we get deeper into the winter time uh, you'll come out and this is the thing that I pray for that I'll come out and it'll be frozen solid you know so I have to break it um, but you know not everyone has an, we, and we have that so we, we make ice we buy ice we have a company that delivers ice oh, for right, us okay. all, all over all, all over Ireland for our events um, and, and you know but that's us you know that's, sure. that's because this is what we do it's your business yeah. yeah so we have plenty of ice and we have plenty of ice baths but for you know, for us regular Joes yeah, for, like the cold the, and the shower is the where shower it's is 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 really good for anybody. And um, I do hear some discussions about 
uh, you know, an ice bath is better or jumping in the sea is better. The shower is really difficult because if we put our hand to a flame without even thinking of it, our nervous system pulls our hand back. We don't even think about it. It's likewise in the shower. When that cold water hits you, your body knows that you can just step back and you're out of the cold. So there's a real fight to stay in there and to get control of yourself. When you jump into an ice bath, it's a different experience. You're up to your neck in ice. The body knows it can't just step out. You know, uh-huh. it, it kind of goes into emergency mode. But when you're standing in your shower, you can just step backwards, you know. So there is an al- added element of kind of mental battle going on with the cold shower. So if a cold shower, a hot and cold shower is the only thing you can get to or the only thing you want to do, that's enough. Great, great, great. So you are in the sea most days as well. The cold showers really help mm. in terms of particularly swimming this time of year. Yeah. Um, because even if the temperature in the water is not radically different than the summer months, psychologically, we're like, it's winter or it's autumn, it's winter, it's cold outside, we have to strip off to get into the water. Even that point is difficult. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, the few times that I've done it uh, this year, not as often as I would have liked, I'll be honest, um, it, I feel like it's like me being a kid again because you're instantly really vulnerable, um, particularly when it's cold and it brings out a childlike kind of innocence. Yeah. Um, and it's like any cares or worries or inhibitions you had are cleansed and gone the second you hit the water, yes. um, which is such a lovely, lovely feeling. Yeah. There, when you're in the cold, you cannot really think of it. Anything, anything else. else. You're fully present. Yeah. So for anybody who's who's practiced meditation, one of the goals of meditation is to try to focus mm. on one thing so everything else falls away. So for me, the cold is like mega meditation. Yeah. Because you don't have to be, you know, well practiced put anybody in the cold and everyone is only going to be thinking about this is so cold. You know, they're not thinking about anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in those moments where you're not thinking about anything else and everything else falls away, the mind is given this incredible break from the constant churning thoughts in the mind, the anxious thoughts or the worrying thoughts. So as well as all the benefits that we've talked about, you also have this rest. The the mind is restful. Mm. Now, it is focusing on the cold, but it's not thinking about anything else. Yeah. You know, so you come out of there and people can carry that with them. So from, we know from the science that when you're in the cold and you relax in the cold using your breath, that the inflammation is in the body is going down, not just when you get out of the colds, which you feel great from, for about six days after. Wow. So if you're in the cold regularly, now not just in the cold like, Uh, and you're tense but if you're in the cold and you're using that long slow exhale Mm. where the body is is adapting to the cold then the inflammation is going down you know and then if we think about all many of the problems that we face inflammation is the root of many of them so something something as simple as getting into the cold and trying to use that focus on the exhale just to kind of stay calm Mm. and it doesn't have to be long and especially at this at this time in year, people could have been swimming in the summertime and spending a good bit of time in the water. We always have to be respectful of the cold. Yes. Yeah. So less is more when it's really cold. Ideally, you just get in, you know, you get that sense of like, whoa, it's cold and your mind is running all over the place. And you just focus on that exhale, trying to get elongate that exhale, get that exhale under control. And once you have that exhale under control and you feel like, 
oh, I, you know, I have it. I, I feel peaceful now. That's where all the benefits are. Mm. So that might be only be a couple of minutes and then you get out and you go on your way, you know. Mm. Um, but I, you can feel, I can, I can sense it from you that uh, you would probably saunter into the water very calmly. But for <laughs> lots of us, and certainly for myself at the beginning, I can feel my physical body like tense, the shoulders are up and I have to kind of command the body to relax. Yes. I'm telling myself, drop the shoulders. Like, and it's back to what you said. And like with a lot of things, particularly when it comes to meditation, uh, the magic ingredient sometimes is the simple act of letting go, which yes. can sometimes be the hardest thing to do. But, it, but it's often the hardest thing yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. As humans, we are, we have this great skill, which is detrimental to us a lot of the times, of holding on to mm. everything, holding on to fear, holding on to expectation, holding on to worry. And we kind of, we can see people, they, they, they're carrying with them all the time. And I see it over and over again in the ice baths that they're actually carrying it in the ice bath with them. That, that tension, you can see it in them. And when they start to breathe out and when they start to focus and when this nervous system switches down into the parasympathetic nervous system, you can see the body relax. You can actually see the weight drop from their mm. shoulders. You know, and, and anyone can feel that. Anyone can feel that just by focusing on that exhale. Our mood elevates when we get out of the cold and we know the science behind it. Our hormones balance out. You know, that's why, we, you know, the, the brainstem releases endocannabinoids, which make us feel euphoric. We know how it happens, mm. but we don't really need to know that because we see it all the time. You know, anybody who's experienced it, it happens every single time. Mm. You know, there's very few people who get in and get out and they're still grumpy. You know, you come yeah, out and yeah, you yeah. feel like a superhero, yes. you know, and that, you can see that up and down the country now in the in the kind of in the lockdown now at the moment, no matter what people are going through and everyone has a different kind of experience of it, that everyone's coming out transformed out of that sea. Yeah. One of one of the podcast episodes we've recorded before was with a, a woman from Clare called June, uh, June Burke, who has created her own tribe of happy swimmers called Snovi Sosta. And it's growing by by the day, really. And her reason behind it was really mental well-being yeah. and how getting into the sea for her was a really positive force in her life. So she realized, OK, there's something in this and she brought a community together. And you see that happening more and more. This community is like, you know, we know the happy pair yeah. have been doing it for donkey's years, bringing people together, is, too, yeah. which is gorgeous. I mean, we were already planning, please, God, fingers crossed, all the rest, with depending on the restrictions that we can be in the sea on Christmas morning. Yeah. And we're already planning, you know, you know, to to have a bit of crack on the beach, yeah. the gang of us, and we're all we're all getting in. That's it. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's a done deal, if we get to go west. <laughs> fingers crossed. But um, it's the excitement that it brings because it does bring out your playful, childlike side too. I think, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, and you mentioned it there about the kind of vulnerability. Yeah. That comes from it, the experience, and and that vulnerability comes from all places. You know, so kind of stripping down. We're we're taken off the layers physically, but yeah. we're taken off all these other layers where we kind of when we're standing there just in our swimming togs, you know, and then to experience something. And like we've talked about the science behind it, we've talked about those type of things. But on an even more esoteric level, we're getting into the sea. Like we're getting we we came from the sea millions of years ago. We evolved out of the sea and we're kind of returning back to where we came from. And there's a real sense of being part of nature again. I think sometimes we forget that we are a mammal. Yes, we are, we are nature. nature, you know, and when we're in the sea, you're just floating there. You, you're suspended in nature, you know, mm. and I think that's that also is a factor. We, yeah, we kind of love that. And again, it brings out, you know, that chi that playfulness when people get out of the sea. It's just a, 
if we walk down the street here, you very rarely see adults kind of shouting unless they're fighting with each other or something. You go to the beach and adults are shouting and screaming like children. Yeah, playing, you know? yeah, so it's yeah, great. Yeah. To see, you know, I love that part of it. And those different communities that are emerging all over Ireland, in essence, they're doing the same thing. They're just bringing people together and giving them permission. Permission. To get back into the sea and mm. to remember what it's like to play and remember what it's like to just forget about the adult things for a while, you know, yeah. and then then we can go a better day afterwards. Yes. Love it. You're, you're reminding me of so many other conversations I've had in real life and on the podcast. Dermot Whelan talks about the power of play. Um, but also because I know you, you, you know, you're a herbalist yourself. Sean Boylan was yes. on as well. And he spoke about the, the, the minerals that we get yeah. from being in the water yeah. and magnesium, all the goodness that we're getting. Uh, stuff that, again, as, 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 a, as a woman from Connemara, I kind of didn't appreciate enough growing yeah. up how much I was exposed to all the goodness that nature around me was giving me. Yeah. You know, but it's available to us. It is. And why not give your, yourself, give the body, mind, spirit, whatever you believe in yourself, the gift of what nature is providing. Yeah. And we're very lucky on this island because, you know, the sea is like a support, a life support system for the entire globe. Yes. So every third or fourth breath of air we take in comes from the plants in the sea you mm. know so even if somebody can't get to the sea you know we live in a small island the air we're breathing in is from the sea as well you know so if somebody's endlessly thinking about oh i'd love to go to the sea but they can't get there going outside is is a good substitute you know go out to a park go out to a, a field put your feet in on the grass mm. put your feet in the in the river whatever it is you know yeah um, th there's always nature somewhere close by. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And when it, getting back to the cold, not just in terms of harnessing water and the cold water in the shower, getting into the sea or if you elevate the ice bath. Um, also, in terms of temperature in the house is important because we, we've already touched on that as well in a previous podcast where when it comes to sleep, if your house is too warm or your bedroom is too warm, you're not going to sleep as well. So your melatonin increases naturally in cooler temperatures. So actually, while I love a cozy open fire, it's one of my favorite things in the world. I also like to step into a cool bedroom. Yeah. So maybe we just need to look at our home environment and realize how can I use cold for good? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you've described it perfectly there. You know, we want to enjoy the warmth that we've evolved over millions of years to enjoy. That mm. we can just press a button now and the house gets warm. Magnificent. But we do want to sleep in a cooler environment. Um, so for, and, and there's lots of reasons for that. And I'll give you a, a great example. Um, our first boy was, our first child was 10 weeks early. So, wow. yeah. you know, dramatic and yeah. you know, incubator for, for weeks. And the doctor said to us, now, he'll, he ha his lungs hadn't developed. They had to open his lungs and all this kind of stuff. And they said, um, his, his lungs will always be a problem. You know, his breathing will always be a problem. Now, thankfully, they don't always get it right. You know, but one of the things we did to make sure that that wasn't a problem is that in his room, the window was always open. So there was always fresh air circling, uh, cold, fresh air in his, in his room. And now he was warm in the bed, but the air he's breathing in is fresh, cold air. Yeah. And uh, he, he's 12 now and um, never had any problems Brilliant. with his lungs, with his breathing. His health is amazing. But it's, these are just small, small things. A little bit of fresh air into, into, the, into the bedroom, the coolness. When, even if we're wrapped up 
like a child, a baby should be wrapped up in their bed. The, the body is scanning the, the temperature in the room all the time. So even if the room is cool and we're nice and warm, the body is treating is reacting to the cool room. So it's it's imagining, you know, it's 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 been stimulated like it's in the cold. So all the great things that we get from being in the cold shower, we're getting a version of those when we're sleeping as well. If mm. the, the temperature in the room is, is cooler than than down below in, in the living spaces. So even small things like that. Yeah. And we know. Great. Yeah. And we know it's with small babies as well. They say it's better for them to be a little on the cool side rather than a little too warm. Yeah. You know, so. We probably have maybe a slightly unhealthy relationship with having to have our houses so hot yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as you said, it kind of comes back to respecting, respecting the cold. So, so, so I just want to kind of go back to the showers again. So are it's coming out of the sea? So you've been in the sea. Yeah. It is cold and yeah. you come out. So in terms of following on from respecting the cold, what should we do? So in the Wim Hof method itself, um, there is this move that you do when you get out of the cold. It's borrowed from martial arts. You know, if anybody um, has seen Wim Hof online, li- likelihood is you've seen him do what's called the horse, horse stance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the horse stance is borrowed from traditional martial arts. And it's just a wi- like a sl- wide squat that you squat into. And from that position, it's kind of like you're just punching with your open palms. It almost looks like Tai Chi or something, yeah, doesn't it? exactly. So the... And I was actually doing it this, this morning. I was in the ice bath this morning and I got out. And, you know, when I first started doing the Wim Hof method, I'd go for a swim in the 40 foot. I'd get out and I'd be doing this. And the elephant of the 40 foot would be like, would you look at your man there? You know, what is he doing? As they were shivering, you know, and their teeth were chattering. So the horse stance warms up the body nearly immediately from the cold. You know, okay. so what it's doing is because we're squatting down low, we're bringing about kind of a mild fight or flight. So we're kind of, there's a, a little kind of a release of adrenaline into the body. So that starts to heat the body up a little bit. And as we're moving, as we're breathing, we're keeping our focus on the breath as well. So again, it's like being in the cold. When we can keep our focus on the breath, the body stays calm. And when the body's calm, it can adapt. So for those listening who want to kind of visualize it, see it, I know that they're listening so they can't see you, but can they, can you talk us through it, what it looks like and also maybe direct people to where they can find it online? Yeah, absolutely. Um, WimHoffMethod.com is, is the, the website. You'll find all the information there and there's a great YouTube channel of Wim Hof Method as well and you'll, you'll, you'll see it there. Um, if you, if you, as I said, half the videos of Wim Online are doing this. It looks like a dance. You yeah. Know? Um, you're pushing the arms out yeah you're squatting squatting down um, so you stand in a kind of wide stance you squat down like you would doing a squatting exercise from that position it's like you're punching slowly outwards but your hands are open so your palms are up and you're trying to coordinate your breathing and the movements but even if that's too complicated for somebody to kind of grasp the most important thing you do when you get out is you continue to focus on your breath because what happens is this is how Wim taught us how important it was to focus on your breath. When we were trained to be instructors, it wasn't it wasn't the final hike up this huge mountain. It was like a smaller mountain. So it took about an hour to get to the top of it. So Wim told us, OK, get into your shorts and your boots, get your winter clothes and put them in your backpack. So your ski jacket 
trousers, hat, gloves, everything. Put it on your back. And we're going to hike to the top of the mountain. Now, this was really blizzard conditions. Mm. So again, we're, we're hiking to the top of the mountain, blizzard conditions, focusing on the breath. When we stay focused on the breath, the body is in this, it feels safe mode. It can adapt. Mm. Walking all the way to the top of the mountain. At the top of the mountain, Wim said, okay, put your gear back on. So, of course, we were taking our gear out of the bag, chatting away, like saying, oh, come my God, can you believe that? I was sweating. So was I taking selfies, you know, the usual kind of stuff. Putting our clothes back on. I was walking back down the mountain with a Scottish instructor. We had trousers, ski trousers, two or three layers, ski jackets, gloves, hats, everything. And we were shivering coming back down the mountain. Well, 20 minutes earlier, we had been roasting and nearly naked. The difference was our focus was shattered at the top of the mountain. Right. So Wim didn't say to us, now, lads and ladies, listen, you have to focus on your breath to keep that focus strong to keep the body warm that's fascinating instead he had us feel it and I'll never forget that experience of walking back down totally totally covered in clothes shivering because the body couldn't handle the cold when when its focus was all over the place that's brilliant isn't it so the lesson that people can take from that when they're swimming or in the cold is that when you get out of the cold especially if you maybe stayed a bit too long which people often do and you can feel the cold coming. The tendency is to chat, 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 chat. Oh, and, you know, and to not be focused, to talk to somebody. They're putting on their clothes. They're, they are totally distracted. And of course, then the body just can't deal with the cold. So the, the, fo- the key is to continue to focus on your breath until you got your, you've got your clothes back on. So then then your body is slowly adapting to, to the cold. Mm. You're keeping your focus. Once you can keep that focus, the body's kind of relaxed and then you can then you then you can kind of put your clothes back on. But so this is part of what we teach people. It's a little bit more complex than that, but this is a, a part of what we teach people in, in all in mm. our events, because the mastery of of the cold isn't necessarily in the cold. The mastery of the cold is after the cold. Because when you come out of the cold, that's when people start to feel. You come out of the sea, people are in the sea and they're probably in the sea too long and they, they feel like, oh, you know, they, they are in the sea and, see, and they feel, oh, I could stay in here for ages. And then they get out, and they, but they don't realize they've been in too long and, and they start to kind of shiver and they start to get very cold. Yeah. So it's trying to, it's a balance between, especially when it's really cold like this time of year, not staying in too long. Mm. Less is more. And when you come out, trying to stay focused on your on your breathing until you're back in your clothes and you're feeling like yourself again. And if you know how to do the horse stance, definitely do it. Do it, yeah. That is really useful. And uh, that, what you just said about, you know, the getting to the top of the mountain, putting the clothes on, how you felt at the end is is really quite something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and maybe now that, you know, a lot of people, like, I think the business of dry robes has probably gone through the roof through this time. So people are wrapping themselves up. But even if you are wrapped up, you need to be still. It's a really good reminder if yeah. anybody is doing it right now to just respect that. Actually, even if you are wrapped up, you can still feel that cold into you. So if you go back home, should you take a hot shower? Or is that not recommended? Ah, uh, Yeah, by the time you get home, absolutely take a hot shower. OK, I think what, what I see a lot now is... Um, and it's human nature. Humans are competitive, you know, when you put humans together and they're even more competitive, 
you know, so what I, you know, say to people, especially about the extreme cold, like the, the, the sea in the wintertime or, or the ice baths, you know, there is no competing. You're not competing with anybody else. Yeah. You're not competing with yourself. You're not timing it. You're trying to get into the cold. You're trying to make sure that you kind of get your breath under control, which doesn't take that long. If you're if you're using the cold as a force for good in your life, if you're using it as a, it, let's say you're a swimmer and you want to swim for an hour, that's another thing altogether. But, you know, what happens is and the reason some people, if they stay a bit too long, can get into a little bit of difficulty. It's called the after drop. So when we're in the cold and anybody who's been in the cold will experience this, your fingers and your toes get get sore mm. because the blood vessels in your fingers and your toes are, are closing gradually, pushing the warm mm. blood to the core to yeah, keep yeah. the core organs safe. Yeah. The body feels look, I can I can lose a toe, but I'm not going to lose like a lung. Mm -hmm. you know? So that's what the body's thinking. So when you get back out of the cold, then the focus helps the body continue to kind of come out of that state slowly. If we if we get out of the cold and we immediately put our dry robe on and immediately jump into the car and immediately turn the heat on, the body isn't transitioning from this period. It just gives up. It, it feels the external heat and it goes, oh, OK. So the blood, the cold blood mingles with the hot blood too quickly in the core. So somebody might be feeling great coming out of the ice or sorry, out of the sea. They put on all their gear and they get in the car and they feel great. But about 10 or 15 minutes after they're driving home and their core temperature has dropped and they're uncontrollably shivering and they're wondering, what am I meant to, you know, what's going on here? So it's the it's the transition from the, the, the cold at the extremities. You don't want it rushing and mixing with the with the warm blood in, in, this, in the core. Otherwise, the core temperature goes down too quickly. Okay. So the horse stance is a great transition to get you doing, you know, so any type of gentle movement, not quick movement, because uh -huh. if you're moving quickly, that mixing happens too quickly right. as well. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of it's nearly against what we'd imagine. So you come out of the cold and don't put your clothes on, you know, straight away. Allow the body to slowly adapt to this change because it is a difference in temperature from the from the sea out to the air temperature. And then maybe into the car or, into, you know, wherever you're going. But it, by the time you get home, definitely have a hot shower. <laughs> OK, oh, this is brilliant. What about gloves and socks and things like that? Recommended or not? It just it just depends. OK, you know, so part of the training that we do is that if people have, say, cold feet. Yeah. You know, you know, they can have their feet can feel cold all the time and they that can represent, you know, that's where the phrase cold feet comes from as well. But people can have cold hands as well. And it's. You know, it's just that the circulation isn't working uh, as well as it should. Get into, so we you can do kind of training with the hands and the feet in the cold to kind of help that along um, and it improves your cardiovascular fitness as well. So my, my take on it is if if the boots and, and the gloves help you get into the sea, yeah, go for it. But ultimately, you should be kind of working your way out of them a little bit and let the let the extremities learn how to deal gradually with with the colds because then you're starting to improve the circulation as, as it should be. I want to finish off with uh, some of the breath exercises. Yeah, because it all comes back to the breath, doesn't it? Yes. The um, how we breathe is so fundamental to our ex our quality of life, but it's probably the thing we think least about. Mm. Um, you know, if we think about how much time we spend preparing food, buying food, 
you know, and, and fantasizing about food and talking about food. And if we stop eating, we'd probably last a couple of weeks. If we think about how much time we spend on the things we drink, how much money we spend, how much attention they get. And if we stop drinking for a while, we probably last a few days, maybe. Mm. But if we stop breathing, it would be over in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Just in terms of how important breathing is to our survival and our quality of life. And it's probably now we don't have to think about it. You know, it happens automatically. We breathe about 20 times, 20,000 times a day. But when we do put our attention on the breath, Mm. it opens up this this gateway to potential by learning how to control the breath. We learn how to deal with stress and anxiety and pressure, pressure. We learn how to deal with, you know, whatever different pressures that life puts on us. It's there for us all the time. We just have to remember how to do it. So we might just for a moment practice a little breathing exercise, which is the one that you use in the cold. Mm. So the, if anybody is familiar with Wim Hof method breathing, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a very simple breathing technique, but there's breath holds and stuff. You never do the full Wim Hof breathing in, in the water or in the cold. But we take this one element of it and we use this breath that we're going to use. So the idea is that when we're under pressure, any type of pressure, the cold is a pressure. The heat is a pressure. Stress is a pressure. Anxiety is a pressure. That moves us up into fight or flight. So we're going to use this breath now to bring us down into the opposite state, into the state where the body can be healed and the body can restore itself. And the breathing technique is really easy. So you can use it in the cold, but then also you can use it when you're feeling any type of pressure, say work pressure or emotional pressure. And the breath in is in through the nose, in through the nose, but the focus is on the long exhale, breathing all the way out. So what we'll do is now, we'll do maybe five or six of those. For, so for anybody listening at the moment, your first thing to do is just make yourself comfortable. Try and find a little bit of comfort on the seat or wherever you are. And just close your eyes just for a second. And I want you to just focus your attention just on your breath as it is now before we start. Just pay attention to your inhales and your exhales to see how they feel. Are they shallow or are they deep? But I want you to really pay attention to how that by putting your focus on them already, they're starting to change. So we're going to take that a little bit further now. So breathing deeply in through the nose. And now breathing all the way out through the mouth. All the way to the end of your exhale. And when you get to the end, breathing deeply in again through the nose. And then exhaling all the way out. With a focus on a long, smooth exhale. When you get to the end, breathing in. And a long exhale. We'll do three more breaths like this. The breath in is deep and gentle. The exhale is long and smooth. Two more. Deeply in. Exhaling all the way out. Final breath. Breathing in. 
And then when you're finished that exhale, just slowly letting your breath return to normal. And just resting for a moment there. And even after the five or six breath, just witnessing how you feel. Slightly different, a little bit more relaxed. Mm. So can you imagine if you're breathing like this for say two minutes or three minutes or five minutes, yeah. all of a sudden the body changes the chemistry changes and we're back to a place where the body can heal itself and restore and we can do that at any time during the day mm. and you spoke about it earlier finding the you know peace the calm and the chaos and during the breathing exercise you could hear the sirens below and the traffic outside but hey it doesn't matter it because <laughs> you're bringing your focus and if it drifts it's okay you that's bring okay. yourself back absolutely because that's life that is life. there will yeah. be distractions there will be stuff that was gorgeous and you know like i'm 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 i'm, I'm big into it myself so it's it's lovely and it's lovely to be guided yeah isn't it yeah when somebody else guides you through yes. it, yeah, it's uh, you feel and it's back to that way you spoke about it. It's it's, it's kind of anchor. You feel safe. Somebody's guiding me through it. I don't even have to think here. You don't have. I just have to follow the instruction. And that's Lovely. really important when we're breathing because, you know, you can practice by yourself and try to, you know, kind of count for yourself. But someone else doing it for you mm. is is the best way because you can just let go and follow their voice along and off you go. So mm. that's the best way to do it. I loved this absolutely loved this conversation and i know i could easily sit here for another hour and chat to you um but continued success i think what you're doing as a as a representative of of vim's you know technique but also what you're doing yourself is really really important so um if people want to get involved in courses and different things that you're doing how can they get involved so they can go to for more information on the science around the wim hof method you can go to the wim hof for more information about my events and what we're doing here in Ireland, go to breathewithneil.com. Okay, great. Thanks Thank so, so much. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed our chat. And as always, I'm so thankful for Annie and all support. If you liked what you heard, why don't you share this episode with family and friends? Pop it up on your social platforms. Maybe leave me a comment on the likes of Apple or give me a rating or click follow as these are all the most helpful ways you can support a podcaster and I would be so grateful. This episode of Ready To Be Real Conversations was brought to you in partnership with Revive Active, your daily super supplement made here in Ireland. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.